This is not a standard episode of On the Record Off Script. This is the full cut from the last half hour of the December 14th council meeting at the Cape Breton Regional Municipal Council. Uh, this week on the standard episode of the Off Script podcast, we're talking about what happened. So uh, we're just providing this full tape for folks that are interested in hearing the full conversation. But if you listen to the standard episode from this week, you'll hear an abridged version. So this is just provided for those who are looking for a little more context. Okay. Before we convene, I would note I have two items. Uh, one, a point of parliamentary privilege, and the second one, a point of order for before council. On December 11th, on a point of parliamentary privilege, it is important that all members are honorable members of this council and all are, are, are equal members and of equal um, weight and uh, voice. Uh, when anyone goes out of this chamber, as was noted, this chamber has no immunity, such as a provincial or federal parliament. What we say in here, or what we say outside this chamber, what we put in writing here, and what we put in writing outside this chamber and ascribe our names to, are matters that we are held uh, to potential account with our peers and colleagues. Especially if those matters affect an opinion being expressed that is a matter before consideration and deliberation of the Council. And in the Cape Breton Post of December 11th, there was a letter to the editor entitled Defying Logic and Council's Mandate. One of the signatories uh, to that, which was confirmed, was Councillor McDougall. In so doing, for a councillor to put their name to a document regardless of multiple other signatures, they are putting their name to an opinion about council deliberations and processes. Now I know the councillor referred to a previous time with a group of peer individuals, not part of an established or organized entity. However, it was with regards to uh, the baby bathwater in downtown Sydney, if I do recall, but it was not a matter that was written to apply that was a, a matter before consideration of the council of the municipality. It was an opinion about broader development, just like anybody could have about their district or wider opportunities. But when a matter is before council, and words such as defies all logic, runs directly in the face of council's documented platform for growth in our community, it seems incredible that council would question the business case behind such an investment. It is tantamount to recklessness and a total disregard of the community's well-being. Questioning the legitimacy of the review processes of other levels of government and logically there is no valid reason for Council to oppose this investment. Any other signatory uh, outside of an elected official is their opinion as part of individually or part of a group or an organization. For a Council member to question the motive or the integrity or the intent of their fellow colleagues and suggest if they don't make a decision in advance of a deliberation is not appropriate or fair to their colleagues. It is in contravention of the code of conduct that we've all signed when we were sworn in to represent uh, to each, to treat each other equally and with respect. And as a result of that, I would just note today that these items, when they come forward, have to be one that you do not call your colleagues in, in, in their motive or to impugn uh, them in their direction if they choose to go in a different direction. That is their parliamentary and democratic right and one not to question and or to say that they're being reckless or any other adjective 
about what their conduct may or may not be, or to try and use public influence in advance, suggesting one's motivation versus, uh, in terms of an issue versus another. We will have other opportunities. Horizon achievement would be no different if another councillor decided to go with a peer group because we were unable to meet that objective, as was the question raised. And then people said, what do you, that you have issues with persons with disabilities, you have issues with, with this good social enterprise, and you are being reckless not to fund it, you have no vote. That is not fair for anyone to do to another, to another uh, councillor. And uh, it is an item I would br bring to everyone's attention to be mindful of and to be respectful of and that our code of conduct does require us to be held to a standard, whether we're in this chamber or outside. But I would note in the case of this matter, it was a statement with a name ascribed to, to business and proceedings before the parliament, before the council of the community. People can have an opinion about many other things that are not before council's consideration and on the agenda. This particular matter was, and it wasn't fair to other colleagues to do that. And I would note that for future reference for all other colleagues going forward. Councillor McMullen. Uh, thank you, Mr. Mayor. I guess what I'm going to ask for here then is a, a, point, of, uh, a point of information. Um, you talk about a sway in advance of a deliberation or being fair or appropriate. I understand this was an opinion by a group of women in, in, in the article, and I understand that we have a councillor that signed it, but she's not defined of a councillor, and as far as I know, we were still allowed to have our opinions, but if I, again, revert back to a year ago, no one minded the day our port meeting got cut off due to an emergency, and when it was restarted on Monday prior to it getting going again, we had three dignitaries stand up there and talk about the importance of us to vote in a particular way. Nobody said a word. Nobody stopped it. We also sat in a room that day where we talked about points of order, and as soon as somebody was on the opposing side that mentioned, then they were told to shh or you will be asked to leave. But if you wanted to clap and hurrah, it was left, and we can watch the meeting again to see it. So I don't exactly understand how this is offensive, but other things are okay. So I guess that's the point so of when information. You're in the, when I you're need. in the council chamber and yes. the council doesn't object to someone speaking, we allowed those people to speak. They were put on the agenda and allowed to speak. They were in the chamber, expressing their opinion in the chamber. I understand the concept behind that. Okay, I'll learn that from that one. But when you provide it, when I come in as a three-week new councillor after a, a, a couple rough days, which is fine, but when you stand here in front of a room of people and you bring up and mention it's the first time First Nations is going to introduce themselves to the crowd, you want me to say no? That's highly unfair and should have been a point of order. But I'm just saying order. it you cannot either express in favor or opposition of proceedings on the floor. If you continue to do that, you can remove yourself from the chamber. Councillor McMullen. Thank you. But I do appreciate the clarity. I will make sure it doesn't happen again. But that's what I wanted was the information why in some circumstances it seems to be treated differently. But you've answered my question and I appreciate that. And no different than this evening with regards to council looking for information to allow Erica Shea to come back on her agreement to be able to speak to the, the chamber. I would not know where that discussion could go in terms of representation, but that was allowed and afforded in the chamber at the agreement of council and agreement of the person that was there. This is about someone putting their opinion to something that is before council and stating opinion of their thought of council if they don't vote a certain way in a written statement in public. 
when a proceeding is actually, when, a, when an item is actually before consideration of the body. So that only applies to the council, not people that are within. It wouldn't apply to staff or people with access to the meetings because the same thing was done to me. When we go back a year ago, there were members of the community that were allowed to preside in our meetings, and the next day in the paper, it was directed that we need to vote in a certain way prior to coming. If a in member there. of the public makes a statement, no different in the case of this this. Uh, but a member of the public wouldn't have necessarily been in that meeting, so that's kind of a gray area, I would say. But anyway, I'll, I'll leave the it reference. there. My but point is, any of the other people referenced outside of a member of council with a matter before it. They're free to express their opinion uh, in their own democratic right, but we are within the chamber. Well, thank you, Mr. Mayor. Amanda, I, I don't fully agree. I think it was your opinion and your opinion in a group of women, and it's unfortunate that you're being pointed out in a port of order, point of order um, because we as council, if you read that article, in my personal opinion, it is nothing she wouldn't have said sitting here in front of every one of us. So, And that is something if she chose to speak in the chamber about, went under debate, but even then, to call members re reckless of their decisions, no, it would not be in order. You cannot say those things about other honorable members in a chamber. You would not say that about any individual member and that be parliamentary accepted in decorum and parliamentary practice and procedure. Councillor McDougall. Thank you. Um, I'm, I'm going to save it because I know I got more coming at me after this. It's interesting. Um, I really felt the slew of emails that came at me after making that comment. Um, it really kind of defied what we have as a right in the MGA, which is permitting and airing the reconciliation of divergent views. It is part of our job to question one another. It is part of our job to still be residents within the districts and the municipality that we reside. We're not here to pat each other on the back and get along all the time, quite frankly. Like, we can still walk out of this room because we're professional and, and be cordial to one another. Nothing in that letter was any different, safe a few words, uh, than what I said here tonight. I was equally as critical. <coughs> I was equally as passionate. That, that group of women that I'm with, it, like, it just felt like you were, it just felt like that letter was being pointed out and opinions have been shot off in many different forms with many different counselors in the past. I'll save for, for the next round of this, but I'm not apologizing for the letter. I, I don't think there's any need to. Um, it, it speaks to what I'm hearing from the community. This is a very, very, very respectful, brilliant, dedicated and passionate group of women that feed a lot of information into really a lot of the decisions I make because they are so representative of our communities. Um, I'll leave it at that and uh, yeah, I'll see you around too. Well, I would just note we took an oath of office and we signed a code of conduct. I didn't break the code of conduct. I've already read it. Hmm? I know I didn't break the code of conduct. I do my work every single day under that code of conduct, oh. Mayor. Agree to disagree. Councillor Coombs. Um, for one, I, I disagree with this even being brought up. Um, I, I, I think it's inappropriate for even to be brought up. Um, I thought it was inappropriate when I saw an email, and I consider it still inappropriate in my opinion that it be brought up today. 
as far as I understand it, and again, I will say that I've had conversations with municipal affairs on similar issues where they say, guess what? this happens in other, in other districts. When, if, when you go on the news, when you're getting interviewed, you're gonna be asked about opinions that are happening in council. And a lot of times, there's many, many councilors across Nova Scotia have done this. They have written letters. They have done interviews. They have expressed their views in the public about how they feel about a certain thing that is coming before council. I, I hate to be a broken record, but again, to me, that is our job. Our job is to go out and express opinions. Can we all have the same opinion on everything? No. Should we have the same opinion on everything? No. That's what makes debate. That's what makes democracy. And to bring this up to a counselor is basically flying in the face and saying that no counselor has the freedom of speech uh, to speak out against um, a certain thing that they th think is, on it, is not um, appropriate or what should not be happening in council. And so for me, that's a very gray area when you're, we're now saying to counselors, you can't write that letter to the editor. You can't, you can't state this opinion in public. Um, that's not how I live. That's not how I interact as a counselor. I state my opinion when asked. Do I try to be do I never, do I, I try not to do anything against the MGA. I will never say anything that was said in camera, ever. But when it comes to things that are before council, regardless of what it is, we have the right to speak out and every counselor ha should have that right to write their own letters, to talk to the media about certain issues if that's what it takes to get to their constituents to express their views so that their constituents can bring, bring, uh, provide them feedback. I'd also like to mention, in that letter, Councillor McDougall did not sign it. Councillor McDougall's CBRM with her district number on it. She just signed it, Amanda McDougall. Nobody really had to know that she was the counselor. Um, save for a few people, I would say nobody would have even paid attention to it and it would not be a big deal right now. But that didn't happen. But again, she did not sign it, Councilor McDougall, district. She signed it, Amanda McDougall. I think there's a completely different, I think that's a, it's absolutely different because her name could have been just lost with the group of women who, whose names were on it. Her name would have been just lost. Now, now it's made a bigger deal of because it is brought into this chamber. Uh, and again, I, I don't, think that this is an appropriate place to do this. Um, and with, and I, uh, and Councilor McDougall, I, you shouldn't apologize. If you don't feel like you did anything wrong and people are telling you you didn't do anything wrong, you shouldn't apologize. Okay. Thank you very much. And I would say in my own uh, parliament, if I ever said to you that you were being reckless or you def your, your rationale of making decision would defy logic, that's, this whole list is disrespectful. It's about respect of your colleagues. And the difference, again, is when there's business and proceedings on the floor of the council for consideration and you're trying to influence that outcome from outside of the chamber rather than on the floor. 
That's the difference, and it is a point of parliamentary privilege, and it's one that everyone has the right for that common respect and not to have disrespectful language uh, maligning them and or potentially telling them if they don't make a certain decision that they're either uh, re reckless is, is a terrible word to say of someone's intent if they have a democratic right. Logically, there's no valid reason for a council to oppose this investment. I'm sorry, I take that offensive. We heard we have no money. So if I voted on our current budget situation, then I'm not being logical because there's no reason you should oppose it. Well, you can oppose it for very valid reasons and objective reasons without being reckless and be mindful of the other levels of government's processes have not been very good or appropriate and certain file management. And that this is something, when you say defies all logic, I don't, I'm sorry, that's very disrespectful to peers if you're putting your name on it and going into a chamber and asking people come and do all these uh, meetings and people wanting to inform and lobby, that's fine. People can do that. But as members of this chamber, we are not to dis disrespect our other colleagues with business on the floor and suggest they have motives or that if they don't vote a certain way, they're not legitimate in the eyes of, of, of themselves or other people and citizens of the community. On a point of order, on Saturday, December 9th, CTV aired an interview on TV with regards to uh, the trip to China. And Councillor McDougall at that time uh, talked about a growing divide between some councillors and the mayor. It is fine for a councillor to suggest a, a, their own opinion, but without identifying or being representative of a group that agree to have that representation. Uh, that's just, it's not in order. And, it, and I again would be mindful to everybody uh, going forward that uh, you know, it is a very much a parliamentary uh, point of order in terms of you can speak for oneself, but the naming of other councillors without this is otherwise suggestive and a leading statement that can influence people's interpretations. To say I represent myself and, and this councillor, that councillor, this councillor, that's fine. Um, the suggestion and said that we're not in the business of private business as a council. Well. Since Mayor Morgan and Council purchased the Greenfield site, they made a conscious decision and they put budgets behind uh, and through motions of Council to engage the municipality in marketing and the development of the Port of Sydney. That was done and we entered the business. It may be the opinion of a Council they don't want to be in the business, but the decision of this Council is we are in that business and we've committed to that business. And council also assigned by the authority uh, of motion of council, both the CAO and the mayor, with the authority to develop the port. And that was broad reaching for all uh, marketing and development of the overall port of Sydney. And that uh, council should not be involved with further land use uh, was the comment. However, we are in a position in CBRM and that CBRM is holding on to a position they shouldn't be uh, holding on to. And that should be discussed with, with Council. And also saying that it's an, uh, a matter of in-camera sessions becoming all too common according to Councillor McDougall, which is creating a divide. Well, meetings are held in camera and subject to the test of the MGA, whether people agree or disagree. The department 
If a counselor disagrees, can write to the department or the minister, and they can validate with staff and our, and our solicitor and clerk. But to say I've talked to someone in the department and not name that person or have the context of that discussion known is not appropriate either. Counselors can all have their opportunity to, to consult, but it has to be on the basis of what's in writing and not hearsay. So in terms of new processes and making things more collaborative and more open, uh, that is fine. If a counselor says that should be the case, there, the MGA is up for review. There are other policies and procedures can be proposed, but it isn't something council itself is working within the established practices and procedures of a municipality. So I would note that on those items, it is not fair, uh, and to clarify, if those are going to be the matters that come forward, uh, they need to be done in a more objective manner. And that's the point of order. Councillor McDougall. Um, so it's interesting, just to point out a couple of things. Again, it is the position of each and every councillor here to have opinions. Um, I do not feel like I was incorrect in, in those statements. In fact, what an example we had here tonight of a divide due to in-camera sessions being held. You had four members of council get up because we did not feel like it was necessary nor were we following the MGA. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm being put, I'm being reprimanded. I'm very happy I'm being reprimanded publicly because initially this was meant to be done in, council, or in camera and I'm sure the conversation around the table would have been very, very different. Um, removing, <laughs> It, it, to me, it's just ludicrous. I'm allowed to have the opinion that, yes, after all of the processes that we went through in terms of this port file, yeah, the conversations where we want to get out of this business, we don't want to have to keep dealing with it. We need to get through this land use agreement, and we did. I'm actually a little bit ashamed of myself for giving in so much. I should have been stronger all the way through and just kept with my intuition because I wouldn't be here my opinion would have been known long before this. Um, not in the business of being in private business. We're a municipality. There might be projects that involve private business, but that is not our mandate. Our mandate is serving the residents who pay taxes and who need services. That is not private business. I, perhaps, no, I, I again, I, I just I cannot find a way to actually apologize because I even sought outside um, advice from a solicitor and spoke with Shannon Bennett, who is our advisor. And I'm sorry, Mr. Mayor, that I didn't respond to you in that email uh, giving Shannon's name. I don't feel comfortable doing that sometimes. I wanted to make sure with Shannon it's okay that, hey, can I tell everybody? Is that cool that I can tell everybody you gave me your opinion, you told me to seek uh, outside legal advice. I'm not just gonna throw people under the bus. Not my style. I want this to be resolved. It's done, it's over. I now understand I'm not speaking on behalf of anybody. I never intended to speak on behalf of anybody. The only people I did speak on behalf of was Councillor Coombs and Councillor McMullen, both of which stated publicly on social media that they were um, in agreement to one of the positions that I, I mentioned here. It's a, it's a good test in, in toughening up your skin being in council sometimes, um, but I won't stop speaking on behalf of people, so thank you. And I would note, Councillor, that if, 
if in terms of the mandate that was given to me as mayor by council, mm -hmm. if council wants to change that, if council, if you want to bring forward a motion to rescind that, that is something that is available to you. And this is the place for that to be done. And so if you don't think I should be involved with the marking of the port, you have the opportunity Mr. to bring Mayor, that forward. I never said that at any point during that interview that I don't think Cecil Clark should be heading up this project. You said so we shouldn't be in the business of business, and that's what we're doing. So right, you can change that interest. and remove my authority to do it. I'm just saying that's your opportunity, and that opportunity is here in this chamber. And yet any time you can ask to have that put on the agenda if that's your wish. I, I think we're actually airing and reconciling divergent views here, which is good because that's under the MGA, but I never said you should not be on this file. That is a twist of my words. No, Councillor, you said we shouldn't be in the business of doing business, and that's the direction of the of mandate I have. business. Hmm? We, we're not out there. Barbushi and company are the ones who are marketing this project. That's great. We are here. We did our land use agreement. And my mandate's been larger than that, Councillor. Yes. Your mandate might be, but as Council, we are not in that business, so. But that's the, business, that's the mandate that was provided by Council to me, and if Council wants to change that, they can. That's all I'm saying. Okay. But in the meantime, that is the mandate I have. And if people, if, it, if you don't agree with it, then people can come forward and ask to change that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Councillor Coombs. Yes, um, in case, People are left questioning if I was supporting um, Councillor McDougall and if she was speaking for me. I can say that on Saturday at 9.05 on Facebook, I wrote, I'm in absolute agreement with Amanda Mary. And Kendra Christine Coombs said that. Um, I also was on the phone with her before, prior to that interview where I told her that she could go ahead and tell the reporter in question that I supported her in what she was saying. So yes, when she says that she was speaking for me, with my permission, she was. Just for the record of all of council. Thank you. Councillor McMullen. Thank you, Mr. Mayor. Um, her comment in that article in regards to uh, our only obligation should be the land use or is the land use, whatever the wording was, it's getting late, you'll have to forgive me. But I find it very easy to agree with her statement because until very, very recently, I was under the same opinion. So that is a simple misunderstanding, miscommunication, whatever it may be, but I totally, if you would have asked me the question, would have answered the exact same way. So I see no fault in that. I actually see fault in the fact that we're a counselor and we probably all don't quite understand what our role is as a council in regards to this file. So maybe that's the issue that should be cleared up. And as far as speaking on behalf of council, saying there's a divide in council or council, I've done numerous interviews in the paper where I've referenced council as a whole. Numerous ones. I've read articles put in the paper the day before something comes to council that says council's going to take ownership of the Bayplex. That was the day before our meeting. We didn't even talk about it. That's first, but that's fine. So again, we're going back to what's right and what's wrong. So again, I don't feel that it really should be a point of order. I think it's an opinion that you have every right to have. And based on the clarity, the knowledge, the background, the experience in the last year, I don't see that you did anything wrong either. Thank you. Well, and I would disagree as presiding officer. Councilor Brookshire. I'm going to say nothing except that I'm sorry to hear that some feel there's a divide in the council because I didn't feel that. I'm very sorry to hear that that's happening 
and I really think that there's going to have to be some discussion to see if we can find out exactly what that divide is. And I'll leave it at there because it's no good with the issues we got, right? We have to work together. And when I hear my counselor to the left and to my right saying they feel divided from the rest of us, that's really sad to hear in my opinion because it's never ever been said to me before. So thank you. Councillor Gillespie. Yeah, um, thank you, Mayor Clark. And I'd just like to reiterate what uh, Councillor Rugschwager said. Um, I, you know, you, you, you hear people talk, you hear things going on, but uh, uh, I, I can tell you by myself, and I'm unanimous in this, that uh, I was not offended at all by what was said on television, uh, nor in the newspaper. Uh, um, and I do believe that everyone is entitled to their opinion, and I think that's why we're here. Uh, I hope as well that there is not a divide. Uh, we all have differing opinions. We all have a different approach. We all have a different district to take care of. We all have uh, uh, calls that we have to make and people that we have to see, but the overall is that we have to work together as a group uh, to make sure that we better the area that we represent as well as the CPRM. And I have nothing but respect for every single person in this room, uh, including Ray Bruch, uh, because he's not here. I just wanted to make sure that didn't get played with. Uh, and uh, I hope to God that we can um, uh, make sure that we get this worked out. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Councillor Doncaster. Uh, this is a tough one to follow. Uh, I've been around this building maybe more than any other councillor over the last number of years. And I've never heard that word divide. You know, I totally support the comments of Steve and, and uh, Darren there. Uh, and I totally respect what the, 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 the ladies have stated, and I, I have full confidence with them, you know, and I really respect everybody here. So I think we've got to get together and work as a unit here. Thank you. Councillor, Councillor Marshall. When first time I got elected in 2004, and that's what I felt first time. But now I'm working with you guys today. We're a bunch of babies, like, who's doing this? Who's doing that? But really, we got to work together. And we got to, you know, we got to work together somehow. I'm working with you guys. I'm different. I'm different than you guys. <laughs> really, I'm a native. No. Yeah, now just hold on. It's a revelation. Yeah. But, but I'm working with you guys, no matter what. I'm going to work with you, but we're worse than babies, really. <laughs> Tearing each other and everything. Can we work together? Can we move things together? But no, we always, and I saw that on Facebook, emails. I saw that. I saw the news. And I saw my wife, I said, I command these women, but can we work together? Can we? Here, yes. it, can we? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But let's stop and let's work together. Really, we always, always, always nag each other. I know we'll have our differences. Look at us, First Nation people. We had, we had differences with municipality. And I'm going to tell you this again. We had our differences since 1960, when they had cities, city of Sydney. Now, we try to make, I want to put my differences at the side. Let's do our business. Let's work together. Okay, 
Now, the port came. I was happy that First Nation, two people, two nations, Eskasonia member two, got involved. They used to let us on the side. The city days. Since 1995, you guys amalgamated. Then we woke up. Hey, something there for us. Can we work with them? I'm here today. I was elected to work with you. And look at us now, tearing each other apart like kids going kindergarten. Can we work together? You know, that's what I want. Let's work together. Let's keep going. We have to move forward no matter what. We got to move forward. I don't know why we don't want to move forward. Let's move. What do we got here in Cape Breton? What do we got? What do we got to lose? We don't know, really. But we got to move forward and we got to work together. Thank you. Thank you, Blue. Well said. Councillor Marshall, and on that note, we stand adjourned. We'll go quickly into in camera as we agreed.